Welcome to BG Mania, a video game music podcast found on Level Down Games every Wednesday on iTunes and Google Play. I'm Brian, joined as always by the self-proclaimed king of Long Island, Frank. Hi, everybody. Okay. You've been doing that. You've been doing that one a lot lately. I doing, feel like that. I feel like that one might be the niche. You, you, yeah, you, you, you've been doing that one a lot lately. But uh, all right, before we begin discussing the excellent music we have lined up for your listening pleasure today, we want to let you know the following is brought to you by Technisport Gaming Chairs. Technisport is one of the leading manufacturers for gaming-related chairs. In fact, scholars have long debated the origins of the Pro Gamer series. The most common theory is that a mad scientist created the first prototype by crossing a racing car with the Lazy Boy. However, gamers claim to have known these creatures for thousands of years, and some streamers insist that they have always existed right here in cyberspace. Each chair comes with a two-year limited warranty. The heavy-duty steel frame comes with a lifetime warranty. And what's really cool about Technisport is that 3% of sales go toward disaster relief efforts. So you're also supporting a good cause. Go to technisportusa.com and use the offer code LDG. Stands for Level Down Games. Offer code LDG to save 10% when making a purchase. If you're interested in helping us out here at Level Down Games, all of our affiliate links can also be found in the YouTube description box on all of our videos and in the descriptions for our podcast on podcast services. We've got Technisport Gaming Chairs, Amazon, Origin PC, and Razer. Thanks in advance for all of the support. All right. We have a great, great, great episode lined up for you today. We're returning to our series, and we are going to be highlighting 10 tracks from Super Mario Galaxy and 10 tracks from Super Mario Galaxy 2. Quick shout out to the VGM Podcast Fans Facebook group. Actually got a request for the upcoming radio hour from from a gentleman that's part of that group. Uh, really cool that we actually were mentioned in the VGM Podcast Fans Facebook group. So shout out to everyone listening over there. Uh, I, I enjoy that we're, we're our, our show is getting out there, man. We're, 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 we're spreading. We're growing. We're growing. It's like a fungus. What's up to everybody out there? Yes, we're going to grow on you. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like a fungus. You can't get rid of us. We're going to be here forever. Um, and ever. Yeah, and ever and, and ever. ever. Yeah, with with tank tidbits and all. <laughs> but you don't, uh, pre- you, you don't appreciate a good liner note, do you? I appreciate good liner notes, of course. Uh, just those tidbits. <laughs> just, just them tank tidbits, man. Uh, but no, dude, we're, all, we're all the way up to the Wii, huh? We're already we're up Mario to the series. Wii. We're already up to the Wii. We've only got a couple episodes left in terms of Mario for, for the series. I think we have two left. Um, and then we'll be done with the Mario franchise. And then we'll, be, we'll obviously wrap up uh, The Legend of Zelda and Final Fantasy before we move on to the next series. But yeah, Mario's coming to a close here soon. We've got, including this one, three episodes left, two after this one. Uh, So, yeah, we're focusing on Super Mario Galaxy and Super Mario Galaxy 2 today. We're starting off with Super Mario Galaxy, of course. It's the one that came out first. This released on the Wii in North America, November 12th, 2007. Released in Japan on November 1st, 2007. Europe, November 16th, 2007. And Australia would see it November 29th, 2007. Uh, This was a great game. I love the Galaxy games. Galaxy 1 and 2 are phenomenal. I think Galaxy 2 is a bit better than Galaxy 1. But the Galaxy games are really good. I actually remember pre-ordering this game, and that's actually going to bring me to our little liner note here. Okay. Something you, something you might enjoy from okay. your former GameStop days. Probably. So due to an unusual mistake, anybody who uh, pre-ordered the game from GameStop, mm-hmm. 
received an automated call from them claiming it was a mature rated game. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And of course it's not. It's a matter I remember game. that. I had quit GameStop six months before this game came out. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I, I left I left GameStop in April of 2007 for the final time. I had left it once before that as well. But after I went back, uh, I quit again. I, I just couldn't stand it anymore. Like I said, I, I, I was fed up. I got to the point where I just could not handle GameStop anymore. It's a, a terrible company. I, I just, I don't like them. Power to the players. Power to the corporation. But uh, no, so the opening track you heard there is called Overture. It's the one that you actually are going to hear when the, when, when the game starts up. And uh, that was composed, as a lot of these, most of these tracks were, but that was composed by Mahito Yakota. And Mahito Yakota, man, he's, he's really, really cool. He obviously works in-house at Nintendo, but uh, he collaborates with Koji Kondo on a lot of different games. And some of the things that he worked on, he did the, but he, obviously he's done some other games too. So Mahito Yakota, some things that he is known for. He did the composition for Dynasty Warriors 4. He did the soundtrack for Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. He did some work on The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. He obviously did Super Mario Galaxy and Super Mario Galaxy 2. He worked on Wii Music. He did music for Super Mario 3D Land. Uh, he did music for The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, New Super Mario Brothers U, Super Luigi U, Super Mario 3D World, Mario Kart 8. He was sound support for that game. He did some work on Super Smash Brothers for Nintendo 3DS and Wii U. He did the soundtrack for Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. He was the supervisor on Mario Tennis Ultra Smash and Mini Mario and Friends Amiibo Challenge. And most recently, he was sound support on ARMS and sound management support on Super Mario Odyssey. So he, he is still going strong. I mean, obviously, most of his work comes from the Mario franchise. But uh, it's pretty cool to see that he's got some stuff in Zelda and then obviously some, you know, some stuff before that, uh, like Dynasty Warriors. And it's actually cool because yesterday on, on Game Oracles, when we watched the uh, the trailer for Total War, um, the Total War Three Kingdoms game that's based on the Chinese Romance of the Three Kingdoms era. He also was the sound director for Kessen and Kessen 2, which is the two games I mentioned being absolutely a fan of. So I, I've, I've been a fan of Mahito Yokota's work for a very long time. I think he's a great composer. And you're going to see that in today's episode with these tracks that we got picked for Mario, Gal for Mario Galaxy and Mario Galaxy 2. Uh, I had forgotten how strong these soundtracks are. Oh, absolutely. This is definitely the highlight for me in these games. I mean, there were good games in general, but the music, oh my yeah. god. The music was phenomenal. I'm very, very impressed by what we saw. So let's let's just get right into track number two, because I'm excited to play some of these. Let's get into track number two from Super Mario Galaxy. This is called The Star Festival. Thank you. 
And that was the Star Festival from Super Mario Galaxy. A great tune. I love that one. Yeah, uh, it definitely has like a nice little party kind of bit to it. Yeah. Obviously with fanfare. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of fanfare. Um, This is a track that I saw a lot of people talking about when I was researching the, you know, some of the better tracks from Mario Galaxy 1 and 2. Just like always, in preparation for these episodes, I did listen to the entire soundtracks of Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2. But one thing I like to do when I put these together, I like to look at what other people consider the best tracks and then compare it to my own notes to what I consider the best tracks. And I go from there. I've said this before every single time we do a series episode. I want to pick what I feel is a representation of the best tracks from these games. And I, I, I go to a multiple, you know, different websites to look it up. And, you know, I, I look at Reddit threads and, you know, old NeoGAF threads or Reset Era threads and look to see what people are talking about in terms of these soundtracks. And then obviously my own notes I take when I listen to the soundtracks. And then I tend to look at um, YouTube video views. I'll go to a different compilations that people put together and see which tracks have more views to kind of get an idea of which ones people are searching for. And I take all that information and, and bundle it up, and then I pick the 10 tracks or, or however many tracks we're picking from a game. So that that's generally the, the process I go through every single week in preparation of these episodes. And it does take a while. Um, just obviously, as soon as we record these episodes, I immediately start listening to soundtracks for the next one. And then after I'm done with the listening to the soundtracks, then I start doing the actual research. That's that's pretty cool. In case uh, anyone like was in case it. anyone was wondering how I picked these tracks, ready for a nice little fun liner note? Sure. Got one okay, so uh, on the game's cover, certain letters in the title have a small star under them. Okay. If you read if you read out these letters, they spell out "You are Mr. Gay." There was a joke played by the cover artist. Uh, to lend this credence, if you actually on the actual title screen, mm-hmm. these are the, these are the letters that sparkle. So it was just a, a stupid joke that an artist put out there. To, I'm, uh, try I'm to, looking at the cover art right now, and I see it. Yeah, there's a there's a little star on the bo- on the bottom left hand corner of the U, on the bottom right hand corner of the R, on the bottom left hand corner of the M, on the bottom left hand corner of the R. So the the first two were in Super, the next two were in Mario, and then the the G A Y is in Galaxy. Yeah. I, I see the little, and they're not really, they're like little twinkles almost. They're not, yeah. like it's almost, it's really hard to know. I didn't even notice it till you said it. But then yeah, as the soon as you said it, I started looking for it. The, the, the guy thinks he's funny. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little juvenile, but whatever. Well, I was going to say, it was a very childish. Yeah. A little, little you know. juvenile, but whatever. We're, we're above that here at BG Mania. We are. You, you, big, you big old poopy head. Uh, <laughs> All right. Our next track from Super Mario Galaxy. Obviously, these are all composed by Mahito Yokoda. When we get to tracks that aren't, I'll, I'll point it out specifically. But everything, if I don't say it, they're all composed by Mahito Yokoda. So our next track from Super Mario Galaxy is Airship Armada.
And that was Airship Armada from Super Mario Galaxy. Dude, I love this track. A, a modern day redoing of uh, the Airship from Mario 3. Yeah, and it definitely obviously sounds a lot like it's inspired by Star Wars too, the Imperial March. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, I think a lot of it. A, a lot of it. A lot of it, actually. <laughs> But uh, yeah, dude, uh, I just that that right there brought me back. It specifically took me back to Mario three because that's what I immediately what I thought of. Yeah. But but uh, I've got something here that I I definitely want to in place of a liner note, uh, Uh. in place of a liner note, I definitely feel like this is worth mentioning. I'm surprised Nintendo has not done an HD remaster for Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2 yet. There were a lot there was a lot of chatter going on um, in the later half of the Wii U's life cycle that we could possibly get something from, you know, like a remaster of Galaxy 1 and 2. I'm just surprised we haven't seen something like that yet because these games did particularly well on the Wii. And I feel like I feel like there's a lot of people that didn't buy the Wii. And I feel like there's a lot of people that didn't buy the Wii U. A lot of core gamers didn't buy the Wii and Wii U. And a lot of core gamers are buying the Nintendo Switch. I would be so down if Nintendo would at some point in the future just, you know, release an HD remaster or an HD remake or an HD port or whatever you want to call it, whatever they want to do of the Mario Galaxy 1 and 2 games. Obviously, this would not be two separate games. This would be on one disc if, if, if they could do it or one cartridge if it was the Switch. If they if they could fit both, which I'm sure they could on one cartridge, put them both on there, have it be called a, you know, a compilation of the Mario Galaxy games. Call it whatever you want. But I would be down to play these games again in, in upscaled HD. I would be down. These games are great and I would play them again. But uh, we'll move on to our next track today from Super Mario Galaxy. This is called Enter the Galaxy. was Enter the Galaxy from Super Mario Galaxy. A, a nice little tune there. I, I enjoy that one. Yeah. Um, so what level is that on? I'm sorry, what? Or, what level is that? Is that when you just enter the galaxy in general? I think so, yeah. If I'm remembering correctly, that's just like your basic... Uh, man, it really could be like a main theme for Super Mario Galaxy almost. Like, I, I really feel like I've heard it. Hey, it's definitely familiar. Just, yeah. it's, been, it's, been, it's been a minute since I've played these games. Oh, I mean, it's it's been over 10 years. I played this game yeah. when it came out in 2007. That was November 12th, so it's now been over 10 years since I played this oh game. Oh my god. Yeah. 
I'm saying a, a, a re-release is definitely due by this point. I mean, typically they do that if you think about it. I mean, Nintendo has done like you know Super Mario 64 DS. Uh, they they typically do release these games more than once. I mean, how many times have we seen Mario Brothers one, two, and three released, or Super Mario World? Like it's it's surprising to me that they haven't done that with Galaxy yet. I'm I'm really surprised. Well, it's true. Mario three's been out quite a few times. Yeah, as as has Mario sixty four, and especially yeah. I mean, just I'm surprised they haven't done this with Galaxy yet, um, or Sunshine. Sunshine for that matter too. Sunshine. Sunshine, while it's not my favorite Mario game, could definitely definitely be brought back at some point. There, there could always be a you know, a virtual console eventually where these where we can see these games. Yeah, I, I do think the virtual console, when we do see it, is going to be drastically different, though, on the Switch. I don't think it's going to be anything like we've seen on the Wii or the Wii U or even the 3DS. I think what they're doing now with the NES Classic, with the SNES Classic, and the eventual N64 Classic, I think it's taking a lot from the the virtual console idea and putting it into something that Nintendo can continue to sell for 70, 80, 90 bucks a pop when, you know, they're, they're, they're still manufacturing these. They decided to, against making them rare, rare, limited quantities. So I, I definitely think the virtual console is going to be different when we see it again. I don't know. I don't know what it could be though. I, I, I definitely don't know what I think. Honestly, I think the virtual console and, and it's something that we talked about on a previous episode of max level. I think it would actually really work out if it was a Netflix style system where it was a subscription that you paid and you got access to certain games to, to just stream and download and play. I think that would like be the, really cool. Like the Sega channel. Old. Yeah, exactly. I think that would be really cool for a virtual console. But uh, wow, ten, I can't believe it's been 10 years, man. 10 years, 10 years. Smash, Smash Mouth was right, man. 10 years. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to quote Smash Mouth. <laughs> All right. Our next track from Super Mario Galaxy. This is called Egg Planet, and this is from the Good Egg Galaxy.
And that was Egg Planet from the Good Egg Galaxy in Super Mario Galaxy. And that's actually the first track we're playing that's composed by the legendary Koji Kondo. My man Koji got it on this one. This has like a nice. Oh, that track is amazing, what? dude. It's, it's, it's like a like a Western, like a dynasty kind of sound. Like it sounds to me like something you would hear walking through like Universal Studios or something just like. OK, yeah, yeah. Like just, you know, a good day to be at a theme park, just chilling out at Universal Studios. Man, I just I feel like I've heard something similar to that at Universal because I've been to the one in, in Hollywood. I feel like I feel like that's a track that's that that sounds like it plays there. That'd be hilarious if it was. Just, I, it, just, just, just a random. I don't. Obviously, uh, it's, it's obviously it's not that, but it it definitely sounds very, very, very similar. Like, all Universal Studios is TV and movies and stuff, and yeah, like I said, it, it just sounds like Dynasty and stuff mm-hmm. like around those, those areas. So mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah. Obviously, we don't have to go into Koji Kondo's work. We know who he is. He is basically the guy when it comes to Nintendo soundtracks, uh, especially of yesteryear from the from the retro era. But he's still pretty active, too. I mean, if we look at 2017, he did work on... I mean, the only the only actual thing he composed in 2017 was Super Mario Odyssey with uh, Shiho Fuji and Nao Takubo. They, they all worked on Super Mario Odyssey. But uh, before that, his last major composition was Super Mario Maker. And then before that was Super Mario 3D World. So he's mostly just working on Mario right now. Um, he still is a supervisor for almost everything else that Nintendo does soundtrack-wise, but in terms of actually making the actual soundtracks and the composition, he's definitely taken a step back. But well, he's getting up there in years. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's okay, though, because Nintendo has some great talent. Koji Kondo's only 56, though. But um, Nintendo... Oh, wow, ha- I thought he was older than that. Hmm. Nintendo has some great talent, though. I mean, they, obviously, they have a lot of up-and-comers that can that can definitely take the reins and, and do some amazing soundtracks as well. I got a little liner note here for this game. Okay. It's actually um, Starbits, the, 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 the collectibles in this game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Um, they also bear a striking resemblance to the Gratitude Crystals from Skyward Sword. They do. You're right. They absolutely they're, do. They're uh, they're based on a candy that's actually popular in Japan. Uh, the candy is called Kanpieto. I'm probably butchering that because I gave it a bit of a Spanish accent. Uh, <laughs> Spanish-Japanese. But uh, if you look at a picture of Compieto candy, it 100% looks exactly like a Starbit or a Gratitude Crystal, if you will. Cool. Uh, it almost looks like, and you see this kind of thing happen where like Pokemon is like the the, the capsule toys that you, yeah. you get you know, the machine. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's cool to see like something like, you know, they're, they're taking their real world fun things and putting them into our games. Yeah, that's really cool. Um. I think it's definitely something that the Japanese culture does in general. I mean, they, they definitely bring a lot of real-life stuff into games, and I, I appreciate it, and I love it, and I like it. Okay, next up on our list, track number six for today. From Super Mario Galaxy, this is called Rosalina in the Observatory, number one.
And that was Rosalina in the Observatory 1 from Super Mario Galaxy. A nice slow tune there. I like that one. I like having you slow to, tunes in there. Yeah, you, you had to bring it down a bit. Had to bring it down a bit. Um, I, all of the, because there's Rosalina in the Observatory 1, 2, and 3, and they all definitely have a slower feel to them. Obviously, it's the, the song that you hear when you go into the Observatory with Rosalina and stuff, and... I I I love these tracks, man. They're good. I like obviously like slower stuff. So yeah. So uh, are you familiar with the uh, the fan theory on uh, Rosalina's uh, parentage? I'm not. Okay. So um, in the final page of her uh, journal, mm-hmm. she mentions how she likes to come back every hundred years to visit her father mm-hmm. uh, and stroke his mustache, which is his pride. And they show her standing next to uh, someone f- facing the other direction. Sure. Um, and they also mentioned that she inherited the her telescope from her father. Okay. Now, the popular theory is that her mother is Peach. Mother, mother's just, mother's just, Peach. Okay. Because of, the, because of the resemblance. But the father, in the picture, is wearing a green hat. Okay. Uh, so are you saying Peach cheated on Mario? <laughs> I, the, uh, to my knowledge, Mario doesn't have the, uh, a telescope. He does not. But Luigi sure as hell does because he inherited it from Luigi Mansion. Mm-hmm. So the popular theory is that Luigi is Rosalina's father. How? Which is pretty. So if she comes back every hundred years to visit her father, Luigi, and, Mar- Luigi and Mario aren't eternal. She's a time traveler then. I guess. She's a traveler both time and space. It doesn't make sense to me. Because she would have had to have been born, so she's younger than Luigi. Obviously. But then, uh, it doesn't make sense. I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't, it doesn't I, hold up. I like it. I'm not saying, theory. I'm not saying I don't like it as a theory. I'm just saying in, in, in terms of being realistic, it doesn't hold up. But hey, that's just a theory. A game theory. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Always trying to steal other people's things. It's what you do. It's a, I'm appropriating what you do <laughs> no but yeah Matt, Matt Pat on the Game Theory channel has his theory I obviously some is that is that one of his theories that's one of his theories okay. it's, it's worth checking out he does, he does a lot of good research in there okay uh, that track was again composed by Koji Kondo uh, we will now move on to our next track from Super Mario Galaxy this is called Stardust Road from the Space Junk Galaxy Thank you. 
And that was Stardust Road from the Space Junk Galaxy from Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, we once again return to the compositions by Mahito Yakoda. So we'll be we'll be sticking with him for a little bit while now. Uh, another slower track, but dude, I distinctly remember that area in the game. I uh, love that track. That was the big giant tarantula. Yes. Tar- tar- tarantox. Yeah. 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 And I know I know uh, you are quite the fan of tarantulas. You used to have one. I did. His name was Kane and he was awesome. Yeah. Was it Stardust? Uh, we'll see. That's a different wrestler. <laughs> um, no, a, a quick little liner note before we actually go into the song. Um, there's a planetoid in that galaxy. Mm-hmm. That's actually it's the SS Dolphin from Pikmin. Oh, OK. Very cool. Yeah, which makes sense because the whole galaxy itself is just discarded rocket ships. And right, 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 right. I, man, did I did I know that? I don't know that I knew that. I might. It's cool because I, I do learn some things from your from your liner notes every now and then. That's the goal. I know. I know. Even though most of them are, uh, you know, you are Mr. Gay. But, well, you uh, are Mr. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are Mr. Gay. <laughs> Even though you have ones like that. Um, but there are some good ones here and there, too. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, no, I just dude, this. This track is great. Like I said, I love slower stuff. I like when when these composers just slow it down and and bring us down, but still have just an an epic score behind these pieces. It's just really cool. I really, really yeah. like it. And I like the instrumentation that Mahito uh, Yokota used for this track. I think it's really cool. But uh, we'll we'll pick things back up now. We're going to move on from Super Mario Galaxy to Battle Rock Galaxy. was Battle Rock Galaxy from Super Mario Galaxy. A, a tune that I really enjoy from this game. Definitely, I think, one of my favorites. That's, that's up there, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's... My favorite one from Mario Galaxy is coming up soon, but that one is that one's up there for me. Um, so there was something missing from Galaxy. Um, what? That was Yoshi. Ah, he was in the second one, though. Yes. 
Uh, but Yoshi was originally going to be the game, but he was removed because the developers thought it would be too much all at once. Sure. They, they said that if you're going to put Yoshi in the game, he has to be a main element. Um, and they just thought that he, w- he would have detracted. They would have only been able to use him in one level. That so makes sense. That makes sense. So instead what they did was they actually made a planetoid Yoshi. So there's a Yoshi face planetoid in the game. It's similar to what they did with Super Mario 64 in that Yoshi wasn't in the game. But after you did finish it and got all the stars, you could find him on top of Peach's castle. So he was still yeah. there, but he wasn't really actually in the game. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, because when, when typically when Yoshi is in a game, for especially a Super Mario game, it is for a main reason. Like, there's a main mechanic involving Yoshi. That's just what, how it was for, um, you know, Super Mario World. You know, Yoshi was a main mechanic in that game. So it makes sense. It makes sense. I get that one. That was a good note. Good one. Okay. We've got two tracks left from Super Mario Galaxy. My, my, my favorite track is, is the one we're going to close out with. So before we get to that one, though, from Super Mario Galaxy, we're going to play Bowie Base Galaxy. was Bowie Base Galaxy from Super Mario Galaxy. Dude, great, great track. Baba Bowie. Epic space feel to that one, though. That one's great. Hell yeah. Uh, like I so said, you had the theremin going in there. Yeah. Very much like, like Star Trek. Yes, yes. Again, just love the instrumentation that Mahito Yokota decided to use for this track. Uh, it's really, really, really phenomenal. Uh, I'm just really impressed all around with everything that I heard from Galaxy 1 and 2. Uh, where, I mean, the, the soundtrack for Galaxy 1 was about 80 songs deep. We're only playing 10. So there's so many more that exist out there. So there's a lot more if you enjoy what you're hearing from this small little sample of what we're playing from Super Mario Galaxy. There's a lot of tracks to go out there and still enjoy. Now, granted, just like I always say, we will end up playing more tracks from Super Mario Galaxy and one and two, just because of, of how our themed episodes work and how our radio hours work. So eventually, I mean, yes, there's a ton of games out there, but we do an episode a week with, you know, anywhere from 16 to 20 some songs. So 
Well, I don't think we're ever going to run out of tracks to play. I really don't. Nah, I think I, I think it's impossible. <laughs> I think it's impossible to run out of tracks to play. But uh, when we have standout soundtracks like these ones, I mean, we're definitely going to go back to them over and over and over again. Just like we always go back to the Nihon Falcom stuff because it's just some of our favorite works in the industry. But uh, yeah, just go check out um, go check out some of the other tracks that we're not playing on radio on uh, on BG Mania today because it's so good. The Super Mario Galaxy Two soundtrack is like 110 tracks, and we're only <sighs> playing ten of them. So, uh, and just a, a quick little sure. side note sure. here: uh, there is a buoy in the, uh, the, the planetoid in the movie's galaxy mm-hmm. that is shaped exactly like a Pokeball. So, oh, nice! That's really cool. That's really cool. Like a little bobber. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a little bobber. Let's, uh, okay, let's close out our pack of Super Mario Galaxy tracks with what I feel is probably the strongest song from the entire soundtrack of Super Mario Galaxy, composed once again by Mahito Yokoda. This is called Gusty Garden Galaxy. Was Gusty Garden Galaxy from Super Mario Galaxy. I definitely feel like that is the strongest track we've heard today on, from Super Mario Galaxy and definitely the strongest track from the soundtrack in general. Yeah, it, it reminded me of something. I just, it, it had a very Dragon Ball Z feel to it, but still. I, I don't know. It, I don't know. It, it's, it, it reminded me of one of the tracks from Dragon Ball Z. Maybe um, I don't know. I don't know a lot of the tracks from from DBZ, but it could have been. But I mean, in, in the best of ways, though. Of course, uh, of, course, of course, it's a great jam. Of course, I I just love the way that this track transitions from one thing and then it goes to a whole other type of movement with the music, and then it goes back to the original. Dude, I love what Mihito Yokoda did with this track. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Um. So the level designer for this game, mm-hmm. uh, Koichi Hayashida. Okay. 
Um, he uh, provided the voice for the boss of this level. Uh, oh, really? Burris. Really? Um, but a little fact about him as well. He was, since he was the level designer on Super Mario Galaxy, they made him the director of Super Mario Galaxy 2. Ah. Coming up. Ah, I guess that's a good transition right into see, Super Mario Galaxy See what I did there, right? Yeah, I like how you saved that for last. And, uh, you know, no planning involved. Obviously, you had no idea what uh, order these tracks are coming oh. in, but uh, just kind of how it worked out. Uh, but I guess that being said, we'll go ahead and transition right in to Super Mario Galaxy 2. We'll leave Mario Galaxy 1 behind. And Super Mario Galaxy 2 obviously released on the Wii once again. We would see it here in North America first. It released here first in, in North America, May 23rd, 2010. Japan would see it several days later on May 27th, 2010. Europe would see it the next month, June 11th, 2010. And then Australia would get it July 1st, 2010. Um, as I mentioned, I really feel like Super Mario Galaxy 2 is a much better game than Super Mario Galaxy 1. Uh, I, I just I had so much more I had way more fun with this one than I did with the original Galaxy. Even though the original Galaxy is a great game, and like I said, if they do decide to do a an HD remake or a port or a remaster or whatever for the Switch, I'd buy it in a heartbeat and play it again. Same thing with Galaxy Two. Um, but I just my my personal favorite out of the uh, out of the fav- uh, the Galaxy games is um, Galaxy Two. And I'm looking here at the box art; those little twinkles are still there. Are they the same ones? They are. They're on the <laughs> U, the R, the M, the R, the G, the A, and the Y. They're still You are there. Mr. Guy. They're still there. Yep. No! No, it's not on the R in Mario and Galaxy 2. It's just yeah, on, it's, it's, they change it. Okay. Yeah, it's on, it's on the U and the R in Super. It's on the M in Mario, and that's the M and the I. And then in Galaxy, it's on the A... And the Y. So you are my A. You are my A? Apparently. Oh, you are my A. You are my A. All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll move into our first track from Super Mario Galaxy 2. This one is called Sky Station Galaxy. Thank you. 
and that was Sky Station Galaxy from Super Mario Galaxy 2. And we're still on the compositions by Mahito Yokota. He was the main composer for Super Mario Galaxy 2, just like he was for Super Mario Galaxy 1. That's a good song, too. That's a great song. That is the first level. It's the first level, and it's also a slight remix of the main theme of Super Mario Galaxy 2. Um, I, when I was doing the, when I was putting together the tracks for um, Galaxy Two, I noticed that the uh, the main theme had quite a bit of views on YouTube. But then I listened to it, and then I listened to Sky Station Galaxy, and they're identical. There's a few things changed here and there with Sky Station Galaxy to give it its own flair, but for the most part, it's the same track. And I didn't want to play each because I mean it to be the same track yeah, twice. Redundant. So I picked this one just because it's a little. I feel it's a little bit better, and it, it represents a stage as opposed to just a main theme. Whereas that let us get some other tracks into the show as well. Um. So in Sky Station Galaxy, little. Uh, if you uh, the first question when you go up to Yoshi's house, there's a sign that says, "Hello, friend. Please go around back. Sign Yoshi." Super Mario World, it- baby. So, but if you quit the level and then select the third mission and go read the sign, it actually changes a little bit. It goes, hello, friend. Please go around back. Signed, Yoshi the Space Dragon. <laughs> which, is, which is a cool little the original. Little the original note, though, that's a callback to Super Mario World, correct? Of course, of course. Yeah, of course, of course. But uh, that's funny, Yoshi the Space Dragon. I guess that's kind of what he is. Now that yeah. when, he, when he's in Galaxy 2, he is a well, Space Dragon. Got, exactly. Oh, he's a, space, he's a space dinosaur. Yes. He's not a dragon. No, he's a dragon. He's a dinosaur. He could dream. He could be whatever he wants. If he identifies as a dragon, he's a dragon. <laughs> well, speaking of Yoshi, let's move on to our next track from Super Mario Galaxy 2. This is called Yoshi Star Galaxy. Thank you. 
And that was Yoshi Star Galaxy from Super Mario Galaxy 2. Another great track. Another great track. And this one, we're going back to Koji Kondo. I was going to say, you could definitely hear the old school Yoshi with the... Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, this was definitely Koji Kondo. So definitely brought a lot of his Yoshi inspiration back to Mario Galaxy 2. Yeah, man. Um, So I mentioned before Yoshi the Space Dragon. Yes. Yoshi the Space Dragon. Well, someone actually asked uh, the producer, uh, Yoshiaka Kozumi, mm-hmm. they go, how does Yoshi survive in space? He goes, well, it's because he's a space Yoshi. So he actually said that as an official thing into the game. But that makes him a space dinosaur. So do not take away from his beautiful dragonness. <laughs> now, uh, but for the real liner note here. Yes. Uh, it's something I don't support. Okay, let's get that out there right now. I don't support this. Super Mario Galaxy 2 was the most pirated Wii game for two years running, Ooh, 2010 to 2011. That's really crappy. Over a million downloads each year, so two million times this game was downloaded. Wow. That's a lot of lost revenue. That's a lot. That's a lot. Wow. And that's actually crazy because um, as of April 2011, Super Mario Galaxy 2 has sold 6.36 million copies worldwide. So if wow. you add on the 2 million that they're missing, that game would have sold over 8 million. That's insane. That's not cool. Don't no, like it, but that's it, not it, cool at all. I definitely don't support pirating. Um, support the official release. Yeah, support the official releases. I, I do feel like at, at some point, so one of these companies needs to come up with an official way to preserve gaming because as we get further and further into the future and technology advances, I feel like we're going to lose a lot of what we what we enjoyed from the NES, from the SNES, from the N64 era. Like these games are going to go obsolete at some point. You won't be able to find them. And there has to be some official form of preservation. I don't I don't agree with pirating and I don't, and I don't agree with pirating as a way to preserve these games through ROMs or anything like that. But, um, you know, there has to be some sort of official hard, hard backups. You know, it's yeah, there has to be some sort of official preservation for games in the future. That's something Justin and I talk about all the time because him and I both feel strongly that there has to be some way to preserve catalogs of games because it would be unfortunate, you know, 20 years from now, if you want to go back and play Super Mario Galaxy 2 and you can't because you can't either. You you know, the, the Nintendo shop is shut down. You can't buy it digitally. Um, you know, you can't find a copy anywhere. They don't sell it anymore. Like, These... well, what, what happens, you know, 50 years from now when Steam is gone? None of those games are going to... Exactly. And that's that's an issue with Steam in general. Once the Steam platform shuts down, all those purchases you made are gone. Those are tied to Steam. You can't play them outside of Steam. So, that, that like I said, preservation for the video game industry is definitely something that, uh, that has to be addressed at some point in the future. It really does. It really, really does. Our next track from Super Mario Galaxy 2. This is called Puzzle Plank Galaxy.
And that was Puzzle Plank Galaxy from Super Mario Galaxy 2. And what a, song. Uh, what a song, man. That is so good. And a quick note that is from a completely different composer. That is from Ryo Nagamatsu. I was going to guess Charlie Daniels. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, Ryo Nagamatsu, he's only 35 years old. He was born October 25th, 1982. He obviously is so young. a yeah, composer working for Nintendo. For his debut role, he composed several songs for the game We Play. But he is also known for composing many songs found in Mario Kart Wii, Mario Kart 8, and Splatoon, as well as the entire soundtrack to A Link Between Worlds and Triforce Heroes. Wow. Um, I like his. I like his stuff. Yeah, obviously, uh, some other other things he worked on. He did Splatoon two. He did Tank Troopers. He did Mario Party Star Rush. He did some tracks for Super Mario Brothers for 3DS and Wii U. He did the soundtrack for Nintendo Land, and then obviously some stuff for Super Mario Galaxy two. So, um, Super Mario Galaxy's two internal disc ID is actually titled Super Mario Galaxy More, and uh, a common theory is that. This was originally going to be an expansion pack rather than a true sequel to Super Mario Galaxy. That makes sense. That does make sense. It does. It does. I I, I believe the the rumors there, but it works just as well as a standalone game. So. I think it works better as a standalone game. I think it works way better as a standalone game. Uh, like you said, you know, we, we both agree this is the better of the two games. It's definitely the better of the two. I would definitely at some point welcome a revisiting to I obviously said I know I would play a port of a remastered port of Galaxy 1 and 2 but at the same time I would love to see a Galaxy 3 at some point in the future too we're revisiting this idea and concept I think it'd be really cool but uh, I say I say we implement both ideas and we call it Super Mario Galaxies and it's a 1, 2, 3 all together <laughs> uh, Super Mario The Lost Levels Super Mario <laughs> Super Mario All Stars <laughs> Super, like Star- so, so, is that like, is that like Star Wars Galaxies? That's a little different. Look, close, oh, okay, close. Okay, okay. I had to check. I had to check. All right. Our next track from Super Mario Galaxy Two. This is called Cosmic Cove Galaxy. Thank you. 
And that was Cosmic Cove Galaxy from Super Mario Galaxy 2. We're returning to the compositions by Mahito Yakota. Definitely a nice slower paced tune there. Love that one. Yeah, definitely brought it down. Nice soft. I like that song, though. Was... Yeah. And, and Cosmic Cove, man, I really like that galaxy. That was a fun one. I really enjoyed the the way that that one was put together. Yeah, like I said, that's why I, I think this game works so great as its own standalone because it is, it is, it is. It I, was. I, I feel like I feel like stuff like that would have probably got cut from a a more yeah. more as, with an expansion. Right. Well, I know with uh, Cosmic Cove Galaxy, obviously. I mentioned this during our Super Mario 64 episode that we did. One of my favorite, probably my favorite track from Mario 64 is Dire Dire Docks. Yes. And Cosmic Cove Galaxy is primarily a water-themed level. Um, so obviously, I, I just tend to prefer these water-themed levels in, in Mario games. Um, but it was really cool with Cosmic Cove because players were able to basically freeze the water. You could skate on it. You could do you know different things with waterfalls, manipulate waterfalls in that fashion. And... It was cool because they brought back the the penguins that you saw from Mario Mario sixty four, some aspects like that. So, I really enjoyed Cosmic Cove. I thought it was a really cool area. Um, definitely one of my favorites from the game. In fact, uh, during the development of this game, uh, little liner note here: uh, Pikmin and Donkey Kong were planned to be cameo in, in this game, but uh, Miyamoto gave it a hard no. He's like, they don't they don't fit into the theme that we're trying to build here in, in Galaxy, and he nixed that right right away. There you go. See, now you know. There you go. Knowing south the battle. There you go. All right. Our next track from Super Mario Galaxy 2. This one is called Bowser's Lava Lair.
And that was Bowser's Lava Lair from Super Mario Galaxy 2. Once again, composed by Mahito Yakota, a complete callback to Super Mario 64. Oh, without, second, without question. From, from the second it kicks in. Without question. Nah, it's... I love Bowser. Uh, I think we say that all the time, how much I love Bowser. Yeah, uh, I know Bowser's definitely one of your favorite... Uh, one of your favorite characters in the... Well, I guess in all of Nintendo in general. It's tattooed on my body twice. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. Um, uh, Yoshi's actually found in the, in the Bowser level. Is he? Too. Uh, yeah, and if you get him to the end, he'll actually wave goodbye to you. Oh, nice. Nice. So, nice. Little, little fun fact. Little, little, little mini liner note. Little, little mini liner note. I remember um, this was the end galaxy for World 2. Yes. So, I remember that. I remember that. Uh, and I also think that... Um, didn't to defeat Bowser, didn't because I know a lot of uh, like typically in Nintendo fashion you have to hit bosses three times, but I I want I want to say for this game you actually had to hit Bowser four times. I think it's been was, a while. It's, it's been, been a while. A while I I think was the I think was the case you actually had to fight or hit him four times, uh, with those meteorites that were falling down, as opposed to just three times. And I thought that I remember when I played it because typically when you go in and obviously you're you know you're doing these Nintendo boss fights. You, you tend to know, okay, I gotta hit him three times. Yeah. Is, is the Legend of Zelda is the same way. Most bosses can be defeated utilizing their, you know, their weakness three times. And I, I, I thought it was weird that Bowser took four times. I think that was the way this, this happened. Um, but we'll move on now to the next track. We've got five left on today's episode. From Super Mario Galaxy 2, this is Melty Monster Galaxy. <laughs>
And that was Melty Monster Galaxy from Super Mario Galaxy 2. We're returning to Ryo Nagamatsu with this track. He composed this one as well. Uh, Melty Monster, man. Do you remember this one? Uh, Lava Monsters, the, the Magmarks. Yes, that's it. Absolutely. That's totally him. Yep. Yep. This definitely was another world that was completely covered in lava. Obviously, is, is the way the kind of melty track kind of gives away a little bit. Um, and I remember the uh, the tide would rise and fall every so often in the, in the level. Such a pain in the tuckus. It was. It was. It was. It was. Yeah, that was basically the, the hardest thing about this level was the tide. You had to deal with that. I wonder, wonder if lava does. I wonder if lava actually does have an ebb and flow of tide. I don't think so. That's, that's more of a science question. And I'm no scientist. No, definitely not but a I scientist. Dab- but I dabble. Not a, definitely not a scientist, but I, I really don't think that it does. Just by the way that naturally lava flows. How dare you, Nintendo, for ma- making up things like this? Yes! How dare you? I, wa- I want realism in my galaxy game with space dinosaurs and dragons. So, see, it, it is a space dinosaur. You're right. It's not a space dragon. No, the space dinosaur would be Bowser. And then- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we have a note on this one? Um, the monsters are called the Magmarks. <laughs> okay. I got nothing, unfortunately, for, for this one, but I do have something from the next one. Okay. Okay. Do you remember the bowling lane in this episode that you could find for the uh, the warp? That pipe? was for. Yeah, that was it. Was one of the uh, special uh, stars. Yeah. Star, I, think, I right? had. I had. Yeah, I had so much fun doing that that part. I really enjoyed that portion. And that, that, that part was pretty cool. Smash, smashing the pinheads. Yeah, but you had like the, the things that we twist in the middle of the Oh room. yeah, no, it was it was a pain in the butt. It was definitely a pain uh-huh. in the butt. It was definitely a pain in the butt. <laughs> Alright. Our next track. Probably if I had to if I had to pick a favorite from Galaxy 2, this would definitely be my favorite. So our next track from Super Mario Galaxy 2, this is Throwback Galaxy.
and that was Throwback Galaxy from Super Mario Galaxy 2. And this one was composed by Shigitoshi Gohara. So another name there, someone that we haven't heard yet. And Shigitoshi Gohara, he is mostly known as a sound effect designer and a programmer for the Mario franchise, starting off with Super Mario Galaxy. So that was his first work with Nintendo, with Super Mario Galaxy 1. He also, he then did the sound for uh, Donkey Kong Jungle Beat, some sound, um, sound effects. He did sound program and effects for Super Mario Galaxy 2, including that track we just heard. He did the sound program for Super Mario 3D World. He helped out with Super Mario 3D, uh, sorry, 3D Land. He helped out with Super Mario 3D World. And then he was an audio director on Super Mario Odyssey. One of the reasons that uh, that he did this track is because jazz is one of his, you know, fortes. And that definitely is a jazzy version of Womp's Fortress theme from Super Mario 64. Oh, you're stepping all over my liner note here, aren't you? So yes, uh, the Throwback Galaxy, this this level is the same level as Womp's Fortress. Absolutely. With just a, with just a few changes and improved graphics. Mm-hmm. There were a couple it, different enemies in the world as well. In this level, a bomb buddy actually mentions that Mario looks familiar, referencing that he remembers him from '64. Sure, sure. But yeah, I, 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 that's so cool. You know, that that's the way you do your throwbacks. Yeah, you know, oh, it's really it's I. This was my favorite mission from Mario Galaxy oh, 2, yeah. just because of the throwback. Like Super Mario '64, is still to this day, probably my favorite Mario game, even over Odyssey. Um, Mario '64, just I don't think anything will ever beat that for me. But uh, to see you know to see that world redone. It was awesome. Like the the uh, that fan um, that fan rendition of Super Mario sixty four that was in like running in Unreal Engine four in full HD. Yeah, I would kill for that act to be an actual game. Like if Nintendo did Super Mario sixty four in Unreal Engine four and it was legit like graphics like that fan made it look like, dude, that would be amazing. That would I'd buy two. I would buy two copies. That would be a game I would play instantly. Um. Little uh, little bonus fact here. Remember when you O'Brien def- Brainbuster? O'Brien Brainbuster. Remember when you defeated the Womp King in Mario Galaxy Two? He exploded, and Mario would be on the ground. Yep. Uh, in Mario sixty four, you'd still be in the air. So that oh. was a, that was another change too. I remember that. Mild tweaks. Yeah, little mild tweaks here and there. Here and there. All right, we've got a few tracks left. We're we're getting close to the end of the episode though. We got three tracks left. So uh, our next track here from Super Mario Galaxy Two. This one is called. Bowser's Galaxy Generator.
And that was Bowser's Galaxy Generator from Super Mario Galaxy 2. Uh, we're going back to Mahito Yokota for that one there. And uh, yeah, dude, this was, even though it doesn't say it was a galaxy in the name of the song, this was a galaxy with several planets, one of them yes. being the Yoshi Bridge planet and the Yoshi Magma planet, because those are two planets I distinctly remember from uh, from Super Mario Galaxy 2. But, there was uh, uh, the Bonsai Bill planet. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember being frustrated with all the freaking Magikoopas. <laughs> yes. Yes, there were tons of Magikoopas in this area. Now, um... For my liner note here, I'm gonna give you uh, some alternate names of these uh, of his level of this world. Okay. Uh, so in Japanese, it was Kupa no Shingiana Tekoku, and I'm butchering, I'm butchering these, but it was uh, Bowser's New Galactic Empire. Oh, cool. Which is cool because it ties in with like Star Wars. Yeah, like absolutely, absolutely. That's in, really neat. In Spanish, it was Grieta Galactica de Bowser, so it was Bowser's Galactic Rift, which also makes sense for what's going on here. Uh huh. In French, it was Fabrique de Galaxies de Bowser. <laughs> why, why, why made it sound like time? You know, that was Bowser's Galaxies Factory. I was going to say, I don't think that's how the French actually talk. No. And Chinese. Go for Cuba it. De Xin, Cuba de Xin, Yinhi de Guo. Bowser's New Galactic Empire. So I like, I like so, the Asian names. So, so same as Japanese, Bowser's New Galactic yes. Empire, just with obviously. Oh, okay. Uh, it is called Bowser's Galaxy Generator in German. It's actually called Bowser's Galaxy Generator. One word. <laughs> Even Bowser is part of one word? Bowser's one word, then Galaxy oh. Generator is one word. Okay, okay, okay. Germans really know how to hammer at home. Yes, they do. Why Why make things three words when you can make it two? Exactly. I like that. Simplifying things. Okay. Just like BG Mania. You know, it's, the first word is it's just one word. Yeah, exactly. There's no B. There's no G. It's just BG Mania. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We, we took, we're even better than the Germans. We took yeah. three into one. Yeah. So that's what we do things here. That's how we roll, baby. West side. <laughs> no. We're, we're Ohio, so that's east side. No, uh, I'm, I'm Ohio. I have Ohio roots, okay? You do. You do. All right. Two tracks left. From Super Mario Galaxy 2, this one is called, speaking of Bowser, The Final Bowser Battle.
was Final Bowser Battle from Super Mario Galaxy 2, composed once again by Ryo Nagamatsu. What a Ryo got the hits. Yeah, he had some good stuff here, man. That was a great track. Vocals, chant, like, you know, just everything we like. Yeah. Music. Chants, vocals, everything. So good. Great track. Great track. I remember this mission, too, this fight. The of course, of course. The old pain in the purpose, like I said. <laughs> yeah, no, Bowser, um, Bowser, man, such good fights in these games. Yeah, I, I like we said before, I, I really, really love this game. This is the better of the two. Yeah, absolutely. So as, as, we, as we come to a close here, Super Mario Galaxy 2 was, in my opinion, by far better than Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, not taking away anything from Galaxy, though. I think Galaxy was a fantastic game. Uh, but Super Mario Galaxy 2, I feel like, just did everything just a little bit better, had some better planets to explore, had, I, I think, a better soundtrack in general, even though the Galaxy soundtrack was great. A, a Galaxy 2 soundtrack is a little bit stronger. Um, and just, I mean, it, it felt more fun to play, Galaxy 2. It felt more fun to play. Yeah. Um, and, and this final Bowser battle there, man, just, just love, love, love what Nagamatsu did with that, with that composition. I just, I feel it's so good. Probably one of my favorites from Galaxy 2. Besides Throwback Galaxy, one of my favorites for sure. Uh, this is definitely one of the strongest ones. I think Throwback Galaxy is my favorite here, but this is definitely yeah, Throwback Galaxy is definitely my favorite too. But uh, uh, this one's very strong as well. Do you have one final note to to kick us out on? Because we're about done here. We're about done with the episode today. Well, uh, yeah, I figure since we're going to be leaving here with the staff credits, uh, a little lighter mm-hmm. note in regards to those. Okay, yeah, go for it, and then so. we'll talk. Well, then we'll talk about the last track. This is a bit of an oddity. It's actually possible for Mario to get a game over during the game's closing credits. Really? So what happens is if you finish a game with 120 stars, uh, a bee mushroom will appear in the tall trunk section with the credits. So if you collect it and fly t- uh, to the right where the Freezy Flake section is, mm-hmm. you're actually able to get over the border, and that'll cause a, it'll cause a game over. So the credits will slowly go in there, but it'll, you can't see them. It'll just you know, your too bad game over kind of screen. That's crazy. That's insane. It, it, Kind of cool, it, but that's it's, yeah, it's, it's it's thing like fans like like me like to do, and you as well. We like to like explore out everything. So yeah, absolutely. They, they, they never planned for this. They didn't plan that. You know, we're gonna try to break the game. <laughs> no, that's really really cool. But yeah, as, as Frank just mentioned there, the last track we're gonna be playing to close out the episode. What you'll hear as we as we get out of here is the staff credits from Super Mario Galaxy Two. This was composed by three people: uh, Mahito Yokota, Ryo Nagamatsu, and Koji Kondo. They all had a hand in composing the staff credits for Super Mario Galaxy Two. Um, super cool piece. It takes pieces from a lot of the other tracks we've heard in today's episode of BG Mania, putting a little bit of a different spin on them. I mean, you could definitely hear the uh, the Sky Station Galaxy, which again I said was the uh, you know just an, another rendition of the Super Mario Galaxy Two theme music. So you definitely hear that in the staff credits, as opposed to some other things as well. But uh, yeah, uh, I definitely think that's going to be it for today's episode. Unless you have anything else you want to mention before we get on out of here. I think that's about it. I think we said it all. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of BG Mania as we took a look at Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2 on the Nintendo Wii. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, BG Mania is uploaded on iTunes and Google Play every Wednesday. Leave us a rating and a review if you haven't already done so on iTunes and Google Play. It definitely helps us out tremendously in terms of search results. If you have any ideas or requests for future episodes, remember to email us at bgmania at leveldowngames.com with those requests. If you're interested in supporting us here at Level Down Games so we can continue to do what we love and bring quality content to you on a daily basis, 
Remember that we have affiliate links in the descriptions for all of our podcasts on iTunes and Google Play, as well as the description box on all of our YouTube videos. We've got Amazon, Technisport Gaming Chairs, Origin PC, and Razer. Supporting us through any or all of those affiliate links means the absolute world to us. To stay up to date on all things Level Down Games, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find our main account over on Twitter at OriginalLDG. I'm at Brian underscore LDG. Frank is at the Frankosaurus. We're both on Instagram. I'm at Brian.LDG, and Frank is at the Frankosaurus once again. We can be found on Facebook for general posts and information, and finally over at Twitch.tv slash Level Down Games for all of our live streams. Feel free to say hello when you drop on by. Doing all these things will ensure that you never miss an episode of Max Level, our video game podcast every Monday. Game Oracles, our video game trailer show every Tuesday. BG Mania, a video game music podcast every Wednesday. The Gorgeous Lads of Wrestling, a podcast dedicated to professional wrestling every Thursday. The Top 10 series every Friday. And Revisiting the Classics, a weekly trip back to the past to play some retro games every Saturday. Plus, you'll have access to all of our video reviews, unboxings, let's plays, reaction videos, and so much more. Of course, all this is also found on our main home on the internet, and hopefully yours as well, leveldowngames.com. Next week on BG Mania, we have something we've mentioned before. It's going to be a really fun episode. So, next week, we have YouTube cover songs. And in fact, guys, if you want to get a request into the show, I'm willing to yes, one of good, my picks. Good idea. I will as well. Uh, just shoot over at BG Mania at leveldowngames.com. I will gladly give a pick for a, a review request. Yeah, absolutely. If, if anyone wants to submit something for a YouTube cover song episode of BG Mania. Now, now what we're looking for here for YouTube cover songs, uh, we're not looking for original songs. We're looking for, yeah. you know, like things like from The Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario World, whatever. Any video game, someone that actually did a, say like an electric guitar cover of it or a vocal cover or a drum cover, something like that. Um, you know, if we have more, you know, if we have picks from the same song, but it's a different person covering it, that, that counts because it's a different version of the song. So, yeah, if, if anyone wants to submit requests, and if we get a lot of requests, maybe we'll do a, a little bit of an extended episode. But um, we're definitely planning on, on at least having eight apiece. Um, but uh, if, if we only get a couple, Frank and I will both give up one of our picks for a fan request if someone wants to submit some. But if we get a lot, maybe we'll do a little bit of an extended episode. Okay. But, uh, yeah, YouTube cover songs next week on BG Mania. But taking us out of this episode once again, we have the staff credits from Super Mario Galaxy 2. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.